Welcome to Nerds of the Multiverse, where we discuss pop culture news, movies, TV shows, and comics. Basically, if it has a cape or lightsabers, we're going to talk about it. This is Robert. And this is Adam. And we're your hosts. You can follow us on Twitter at nmultiverse or email us at nerdsofthemultiverse at gmail.com. All right. So, today uh, we are talking about Marvel TV. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so, Runaways. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was the eighth episode, right? Eighth episode. Eighth episode. Almost done. Two more to go. Well, one and one big one. Mm-hmm. That's Apparently. Gonna, I'm really looking forward to it. They are building it up like crazy. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm getting to know all the characters, and it's cool. Yeah. But it's definitely, if I had to binge it, I'd be bored by now. I think so, too. And I, I'm so... I'm over the parents. Right. I'm just over them. Like... And I don't mean that like in they're not compelling characters because I think they are, especially knowing what little we know about the comic book. Like it's a probably they probably made them way more interesting than they were. But I don't think they talked about them at all in the comic books. Well, like I, I, I that's what I've understood, but and I, so I've definitely appreciated the backstory, but like I feel like we are spending way less time with the kids. Yeah, and, and maybe they're gearing up for a second season where like they I run so. away at the end of this one, and like we don't even see the parents basically in the second season. Which, if that's the case, I'm all for it because they're laying the groundwork. But if it's like if this is how the show is, not into it. Yeah, well, we had one runaway so far. That Molly, Molly ran away to the train station. That's right, uh, and uh, and <laughs> the the uh, Nico's sister was going to run away. Yes, but she got killed before that happened. Yeah. Did you recognize that guy that she was talking to in the uh, in the car at all in the flashback? No, I didn't either. I was like, I don't know who this guy is. Right in the car? Yeah, she was in like the front seat, and there's a guy in the back seat talking. Was like, I think they found out or something like that. Oh yeah, no, I do recognize that guy. Oh. I forgot about that scene completely. Um, she's one of her mom's uh, security guys. Oh right, she's the, the one, one. He's the one that played on the arcade. Yeah, the machine one that said, "Don't touch that." Yeah. Ah, uh, gotcha. So it, it's it's sure Good look. Job. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, it's sure looking like he was originally her bodyguard, and kind of took over for like the family now. Gotcha. If that makes sense. Or like her friend or something. Mm-hmm. And we finally got to find out why Alex knows her, her mom's password. And that, like, he was a lot more informed on his her sister's loss and all that stuff, which is interesting. Um, it feels a little bit out of nowhere to me. Um, I know they've been building up to it, but I feel like we could have learned some of that with Alex alone to build up. And then, like, the build-up is the reveal, but it's the thing we already know. Right. If that makes sense. We also got to see more dinosaur in this episode. Oh, which I love. I like the dinosaur. The dinosaur's cool. And Alex saw the dinosaur. What the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, same with uh, Chase. Chase. Chase Chase saw the dinosaur. Chase. Which, by the way, like, obviously that, his storyline with his dad getting shot by his mom. Yeah. It's a messed up storyline. It's a messed up storyline. And it's like the the core of this episode. Because now, like, most of the pride. No, all of the pride by the the end, end end up there. And more. (laughs) <laughs> and and Jonah and Frank. Yeah. Um, and and Jonah's like, nope, the wife gets to die. What? Wow. Which was like, oh, well, I thought he was. I totally thought he was gonna say Chase. Yeah. Like I was. And I, eventually did. And that's when she was like, fine, just take me. Yeah, she was. Well, which I think he didn't. I don't think he actually wanted it to be Chase. I think he was more just like, listen, get in the fucking box, or I'll put your son in the box. Like just to speed up her getting in it. And instead, we lost. 
uh, or well, he saved she uh, Nico's mom saved Robert, right? Her husband, but we he was gonna get into the box. Yeah, because he he loved I forget the wife's name, the Asian wife. No, no, uh, Victor's wife, Janet. Janet. Yeah, because he loves he's in love with Janet. Yeah, which it really feels one sided. <laughs> like, yeah, like not to be a dick, but no, it totally he feels loves her. Way. She was like, "You're convenient." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's I was kind of hoping they would just kill Victor. Yeah, I, yeah. I kind of thought that's what was going to happen. It's like, damn, especially he's when dead. You, especially right. when uh, she uh, disintegrated the box. I totally thought I was like, well, that's the end of Victor, and he's dead now. Yeah, um, I'm fine either way. I, I at this point though, I, re- I really need episode nine to step it up big time. Like I really need it because it's right now it's it's dragging a little bit. Yeah, and um, no I'm one still intrigued until powers than this last episode. Yeah, except for Nico's mom, and uh, used the scepter. To disintegrate oh, the box. Oh, right. Um, but yeah, no, Frank used and, the gloves to further kill Victor. Yeah. Which was weird. And uh, Gert did control the dinosaur a lot. but Would you call that a power, though? It's like telling your I dog to stay. I mean, it's the closest stay. thing she has to a power. Yeah. Um, it's, her, it's her difference. Gotcha. So. Uh, and yeah, Molly was going to use her mutant <laughs> powers. And, then, and I was even like about to say that to Jen. I was like... I was like, "What? You need your fucking mutant powers open?" Went, oh, good, they solved that. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah, um, I'm really curious to, uh, and I, I loved that uh, she took the VHS. What is this? Like, what is this? It's like <laughs> and oh started my shaking God. it. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, I feel old." Yeah, but yeah. For well, those of you at home, there was a VHS. Yeah, for those of you youngins. Yeah, overall, I think it was a a good episode, not a great episode. I think it's going to build to something more important in nine. I think they've all been good episodes, but there's not been a lot of great episodes. Mm-hmm. It's been stable. Like the first three were like, oh man, this is great. Mm-hmm. And then it plateaued at good. But I'm hoping that 10 or 9 are just going to. 9 and 10, I bet you were going to. Especially 10, but 9's going to wrap up a lot of stuff, and then 10's going to take it to the next level. This is definitely showing, like, hey, there's some animosity between Jonah and. I can't say the word, whatever. Animosity. Animosity. And. Cinnamon, <laughs> uh, between yeah. Jonah and the Pride. Yeah, and now and now Frank. Some resentment. No, we found out Frank used to be in the Pride. Mm-hmm. Well, we already knew that. We found that out a few uh, yeah. number of episodes ago. I was just testing you those uh, at home. <laughs> I totally remember that. Yeah. Anyway, but that's about all that happened in that episode. Yeah. All right. Um. And the more main event of Marvel TV this Shield. week. Shield. Shield. We yes. finally got our Fitz episode. Yeah. They did the the flashback kind of like. Yeah, it's technically a flashback. Like, yeah. it's up to date with where every character is, but like it's like ninety years in the or seventy four years in the past. Yeah, um, which is cool. Loved uh, Hunter's reentrance. Yeah, um, and I thought it was clever. I thought it was cool that like he was just watching soccer. Yeah, and that's to basically and that's learn how, how he to, figured it out. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I and I really liked that. Uh, I liked the way they brought Fitz to now. Like, I like yeah. that it wasn't like he figured it out. He didn't crack a code. There was no time traveling. There no. was no LMDs. There no. was no going to portals. Yeah, it was totally like, all right, carbon frozen. And speaking of carbon freezing, they were like, huh, I love you. I know. Total yeah. Star Wars reference. Yeah, I fucking loved that reference. It was so funny. And, like, they because they like they mocked it themselves, too. Because yeah. Fitz was, was like, I know. Yeah. Like, he was like, <laughs> I see what you're doing. Here it is. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm really curious to see where this goes now with Fitz, kind of in the current time, especially because now he's had had Alien and backup. Yeah, and he knows where the guns and all the ammo stashes, mm-hmm. which I, I guess he knew that they wouldn't disturb for seventy years. What do you mean? 
Well, because he hit it in the lighthouse. N- yeah. Well, no, no. He hit it um, on the alien's ship. No. All of it. On, on the, he hit it all on the lighthouse. He was transferred to an alien ship after he was frozen. With all of the shield stuff. That's how I understood it. It was on a much bigger ship orbiting. So I understood it as him hiding it on in the lighthouse. I, I think that's where he originally moved it, but then once they decided to freeze him and go to the future, like he just took all of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s well, assets. I guess we're just going to have to wait a week. Yeah. Um, is there a break now? There is yeah, break. there's no episode uh, this coming Friday. Hmm. So well, next one will be the Friday after the New Year's. Okay. Whatever yeah. that is. The fifth, I want to say. It's fourth. I was close. They're both numbers. Wait, is it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know math. Um, the seventh is a day. I don't know. The ninth yeah. is a Tuesday. I know that. Oh, well then. Because that's the my fifth. birthday. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do an episode right before your birthday. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have a birthday shout out on oh. our show. Yeah. Or we can do it on my birthday and I just get plastered. Yeah, that's one idea. Yeah. Probably not gonna do that one. Um, Brought to you by vodka. Poor <laughs> <and> choices. <laughs> Costco brand. <laughs> um, yeah. Overall, though, I mean, it was a you know I hate to gloss over it, but it was, and it and it was a really good episode because it filled in a huge gap for us. And I like how they brought in that daughter of this the foreseer from episode oh, three. Very uh, season three. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Season yeah. three. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Um, loved it, and I loved tying it. some things together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was really cool, and I thought it was crazy that that lady shot her two, like, agents. Oh, yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. The funny part is, like, we'll probably never, like, see any of that shit again, because now we're in the future. Yeah, but who is she? I don't know. My name is (laughs) Jeff. Yeah, I have no idea who she is. Yeah. We haven't seen her before. So. Probably someone's top secret organization that no one can know about. Yeah, Shields. Well, it's like in uh, Suicide Squad, when... uh, 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 Waller shoots all, everyone in the room. You remember that? Yeah, so dumb. Yeah. But I think it's so something similar to that. It's like, all right, we're done. You're dead. You're dead. But I was starting to like those two agents. Mm-hmm. They were becoming redeeming. And they were kind of dumb. Which, I said nothing wrong about sending out this letter. Just don't send it. Just don't send the fucking letter. Yeah. Just tell them you're sending them. Yeah. It's fine. Like, especially because at that point, you think it's just like fan praise mm-hmm. of like these soccer players. Like, just don't send it. Like, oh, yeah, we'll totally post it. Just don't send it. Yeah. yeah. That was dumb. But yeah, I look forward to where we go now with Fitz in the in play. Yeah. So. All right. Well, that's it for Marvel TV. Yes. Kept it, kept it nice and brief. Yeah. Well, that's but that's right at the end of the uh, season, so there's not much going on. Yeah. Um, cool. So I guess it's on to Comics Corner. Wait a minute. So I thought you were running this episode, so I get to do the scene. That's all right. Oh, you want to do it together? Yes. All right. One, two... Comics Corner! Yeah, we should never do that again. (laughs) It'll be better next time. Yeah. Probably Um, not. So I'm pretty much driving this one because someone didn't do their reading. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I have a lot to catch up on. I have, like, I think seven Justice League America to catch up on, eight Nightwings, Five Teen Titans. So just so I'm clear, your excuse for being behind is because you were behind? Yes. Okay. So I was, I'm like super behind. <laughs> but I'm not behind mm-hmm. on the ones that we read together. Ah. Okay. So, the, yeah. But the monthlies that only have like two or three comics. Well, today <laughs> we will only discuss five books, four titles. Um, ironically, three are Marvel. Three titles. 
All right, the first book is in the Marvel Legacy run uh, here, Return of the Purple Man, Jessica Jones. Well, all Marvel's Legacy now. I know, but I'm reading the title. Oh. It's Jessica Jones number 15. Um, Brian Michael Bendis, in towards the end here, I don't know if you saw the thing, but it basically explained what's going to happen is with when Brian Michael Bendis is, is done, some of the titles are going away, some of them are sticking around. Um, one of the ones that is sticking around is Jessica Jones. Oh, so they're giving you, it to a different team. Are you going to continue reading it? I'm going to at least give it a go. Like, it might be just as good, it might be worse, but it might. But I'm not, I'm not going to just quit just because Brian... Because while I like Brian Michael Bendis, I'm not, like, overwhelmed by his amazingness. Yeah, he's just, like, the, just good. He's just good. Yeah. Now, I have read the uh, first couple of books in this series. Yeah, this is a very interesting episode. Issue. All these issues in that I that I read this week are like building to something. This is no exception. Um, so and the, and again, like anytime we talk about shit on the episode, we're spoiling. So I'm not going to hold back. If you haven't read Jessica Jones, then you shouldn't listen to this yet. You should pause and come back. But five, four, three, two, one. Jessica Jones in this one. Everyone dies. <laughs> kind of. Um, really? She's confronted by the Purple Man. Uh, you know, Kilgrave, uh, and he basically says he needs her for something. And he's trying to convince her that actually he did her a favor by controlling her mind because now he made her interesting. And all the stuff, he monologues, monologues, monologues. And then finally, we see Purple Man gets shot right through the chest. Uh, and shot then, through the heart? Shot through the heart, sure. Who's the blame? Craven, oh, the hunter. Really? Was taken out of prison by former uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. agent Nick Fury uh, and Captain Marvel so that he could uh, snipe out Purple Man. Then what we see happens after the Purple Man dies is he prepared for this in some way, and now everyone around them is controlled by Kilgrave. But he's dead. Yes. But I'm assuming he planted something in their head where, like, he triggers, if he dies, everyone controlled. So we see Jessica starting to get smothered by crowds and crowds of people, and Captain Marvel wants to go in and help, but Nick Fury's like, no, don't do it, because if you get too close to her... You're gonna be under her under the spell too. So even after he's dead, he can control people walking. Apparently, the apparently, we're gonna probably get more clarification. But and um, we see the the way this issue ends, and it's gonna lead very interestingly into the next one. Is the last page is a full page of Captain Marvel is under Kilgrave's spell and going after Jessica Jones. So she clearly didn't follow directions. She did not. What she started to follow directions. Yeah, it's like, wow, weird. Nick Fury has never been wrong, and he's apparently going to be wrong just this once, Carol Danvers. Nope. So, but yeah, that was Jessica Jones. Very interesting issue. Um, a new book that I read this week that I hadn't read before um, is I gave the uh, Donny Cates run, uh, or I guess arc, for uh, Thanos called Thanos Wins a, a Shot. Well, do you uh, think this leads into the movie at all? Uh, it sure... I mean, so far, no. It doesn't feel like it. But I think that they're just trying to make Thanos really relevant in the comics so that people are more excited right. uh, about it in the movie. But uh, Donny Cates is a, a writer I like because of the Doctor Strange arc that he's writing right now. Um, but then, you know, on Twitter and also people were yelling at me about... Not me personally, but just yelling about Thanos is great, whatever. So I'm like, I'm going to give it a shot. So it started with uh, issue 13... Uh, it's called Thanos Wins Part 1, and now I read 13 and 14 today. Hey, what's uh, 14 called? Thanos Wins. I'm part 2. Probably Part 2, but it doesn't say it. <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> but um, So this is a super interesting arc so far. So we show Than- we see in 13 we see Thanos, and he takes over um, 
the, the I forget what they're called off the top of my head. I'm, I'm blanking on it right now. But it's, uh, oh, the, the Chitari. Oh, okay. Takes over the Chitari planet. And then he gets basically kidnapped by Ghost Rider. And Ghost Rider uses the time gem. Like Ghost Rider or Ghost Rider? No, Ghost Rider. Oh. Um, uh, uses the time gem and takes him to the future by like millions of years. So does Thanos have the gauntlet? No. Does he have any of the stones? No. So Ghost Rider just happened to have the time He gem. had a fragment of the time stone. And so then we see he gets transported to the future where Ghost Rider delivers him to future Thanos, who is older and has taken over the universe, basically. And there's, like, no one there. And so then we see a, a kind of a fight between old Thanos and, and young Thanos, and future Ghost Rider is the henchman for older Thanos. Um, so it was future Ghost Rider gets, gets young, Thanos. young Thanos and brings him to future and does Thanos. future Thanos have all the Infinity Stones? No. So far all we've... Well, he might, but all I've awesome. seen is a fragment of the time jump. Gotcha. Time jump. Um, and so they get into a fight, and they what? Um, finally, Thanos, older Thanos, explains to younger Thanos is that he needs his help to bring back someone from the dead, and that person he wants to bring back from the dead is Lady Death. Um, and it's it's really really interesting so far. I really like where it's going. I have no idea if it's gonna like pay off, but so far it's really cool and it's really interesting to kind of get in the head space of Thanos. So is this kind of like after? Our, our knowledge of like, because I read the Infinity Gauntlet and all that. Mm-hmm. So this happened in that same universe still. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is post Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity War, um, all that all stuff. That stuff. Okay. Yeah, but really cool stuff. Donny Cates, uh, Shaw. Uh, let's see, Jeff Shaw, artist, uh, Antonio Fabella, color artist. It's it's so far it's really really cool. I like it. Uh, I'm gonna keep giving it a shot. Donny Cates hasn't let me down with Doctor Strange, and um, it, this is looking cool. Um. The third Marvel title, and these are the only three Marvel titles I'm reading, so it just happens to be this week. This yeah. Oh, no, I guess Doctor Strange, but still. Um, is uh, Moon Knight, number 190, even though it's number three. Uh, Crazy Runs in the Family is the arc. And as we talked about briefly in, the, I think, the first episode of this podcast, what's basically happening is uh, Moon Knight, Mark Spector, is, who is inhabited by uh, Khonshu, the Egyptian god, uh, is now being... Uh, kind of pitted against a new character uh, who has embodied the god Ra. And and then it's... Uh, the Egyptian god Ra. The Egyptian god Ra. Makes um, sense. Who has taken over the, the body and, and mind of a, uh, a soldier who like kind of went crazy and then just like once Ra got in his body, burned all of the people in his unit. And now he's kind of run free and he's uh, gotten the help of uh, the another Moon Knight villain slash, slash adversary uh, uh, Bushman. Bushman. Yeah, um, I don't I don't know any of these. I don't I barely know Moon Knight at all. I know. I and only know him from the video games that I play. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's a pretty interesting character. There's a lot of moving parts. Um, but so Bushman and uh, Ra team up against Moon Knight but in a very interesting way. So what you do know I'm sure about Moon Knight is that he's a multi he's a schizophrenic. Yeah he's crazy. Yeah. Um and one of his, uh, one of Mark's multiple uh, personalities is Jake Loxley, who's a, a late night like taxi driver, um, and he's kind of like the kind of the doucher of the personalities, like kind of the scummier one. He's kind of been fed the scrap, so to speak, of the personalities, um, because one's like you know a, a mercenary, one's a, a movie star, uh, and then one's a fucking taxi driver. So he's kind of just the shittier one. 
Um, you can kill people with a taxi driver, though. That's true, and that's what he kind of does. Nice. <laughs> um, but um, so this issue starts uh, with with a, a little bit of a battle between Mark and Jake Loxley, but it, it kind of it all takes place in the head of Mark. So it's not like, um, and and you see it in panels uh, where like it's just Mark kind of in, like it looks like he's meditating, but it's actually like a boxing fight in his head between Jake and Mark, and then. Uh, so we kind of see that there's some bad blood there, but then they kind of resolve their differences and be like, remember, we came up with this deal for a reason. Like, it is what it is. Like, we all kind of just got to get along. Like, great. Um, and we see another set of pages where basically we, we've kind of learned that Moon Knight and Ra, well, uh, Khonshu and Ra, have been battling each other for years and years across generations. And they do a couple cool little panels where it shows, like, different times, different gear, um, where they're kind of fighting each other. I like that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, and then that kind of takes us to now where Ra is basically convincing Bushman and Bushman's people that like, he, like this time he's not going to lose. Um, and he's got this great plan. Uh, and it turns out it is a really fucking cool plan because he, um, Ra, it looks kind of like Jesus (laughs) and, uh, maybe Ra was Jesus. Maybe. Um, but he basically is like acts as a door to door salesman. And and goes after uh, a a former love, Marlene, of of Moon Knight's so of Mark's, and they've split ways because he just didn't want to get her in danger and all this shit. And but, she got old. And, well, she looks great here. Feet. Uh, <laughs> really hasn't kept it up, if you know what I mean. Um, but and then it turns out that uh, Ra and Bushman are basically going to use her, and so she calls Mark, and goes and has him come over. And we find out a really cool way that Ra and Bushman have decided to pit Mark's to defeat Mark Spector slash Moon Knight. And it turns out that Marlene, Mark Spector's ex-girlfriend, and we see like a little love story between them in the, in the middle of it, like a little flashback kind of thing, uh, missed him so much that she had an affair with Jake Loxley, one of his other personalities, after they split up. And oh, yeah. It, yeah. But he, his face doesn't change, right? He's no, she knows it. Oh, he, and Jake oh. know, and Jake knows it, but Mark didn't know about it. And it turns out, and this is the reveal at the end, and this is how um, uh, Ra uh, really gets in the head of of Mark Spector, is Marlene had a kid with Jake Loxley. <laughs> <laughs> and here I'll show you this panel. I'll post on the Twitter. But this is in the head of Mark Spector. This is Mark mad at Jake. And it, I'm not, like I said, I'll post on the Twitter, but it's intense. And now it turns out that Ra has finally found a way to defeat Mark Spector. He's basically going to tear him apart from the inside. So Mark's going to fight Jake, right? Yeah. Oof. That's going to be some, talk about some inner conflict there. Yeah. And what's funny is like the the issue kind of felt like a dud up until that reveal. I'm like, oh, now it all makes sense. So pretty pretty cool stuff going on at Marvel, actually. I'm, probably, I'm very pleasantly surprised. Oh, nice. So And that, by the way, Moon Knight written by Max Bemis. Um, so... Uh, great stuff there. And now let's go to the book that On we both read. On to the monthly. Read. Yeah, the, the monthly. <laughs> yes. Um, that Well, all those are monthly also. But um, this takes us to Doomsday Clock, number two, written by Jeff Johns. Gary Frank is the illustrator. Brad Anderson is the colorist. Rob Lay is the letterer. Um, this is the one we both read. Well, yes. This is one of the ones we both read. Um, yeah, it's... I was wondering when they were going to get into the actual DC universe. Mm-hmm. And here we are. And so we, we start off, and it's basically, 
I guess the marionette is her name, and mm-hmm. her boyfriend was just a mime. Yeah. Which I don't understand what his power is because he doesn't he hasn't done anything. Yeah, so that far it just seen. looks like a shitty Harley Quinn and, and a sidekick. Yeah, that's exactly exactly what I was thinking. Is that Harley Quinn? Yeah, and we see that like he's um, that uh, Rorschach who led them to I can't I can't actually pronounce his name Vite Vidi, how do you say it Fight Fight V E I D T. Let's let's decide on Vite. It's Vite. Let's Viet? decide on Veet. I'll have to watch the movie to, again, but... Um, Let's say Veet. Let's do that. Veet? For now, Veet, and we'll try to correct it for issue mm. three. Um, but he's been using them to basically establish a bank robbery to lure out Dr. Manhattan by making her smell like uh, her, his old love interest, who was... Uh, fuck. All their names are so yeah. complicated. Yeah, what's her face? Um, yeah, his ex-girlfriend. Um, yeah. Dr. Manhattan's. And it totally works. And then he has the, the owl set up to, to basically track him into whatever dimension he goes into, right? But before they can do that, the nuclear bombs get set off because their clock was, uh, their watch was slow. <laughs> yeah, well, Rorschach's... So, uh, yeah, I was like, oh, I meant to, to adjust that. Yeah, <laughs> oops. And then it's like, oh, it's like, oh maybe they're going to go out and stop the atomic bomb. Nope. No, man, they, you can, and you see the people being blasted apart. Mm-hmm. Super interesting. Like, um, like, total, like, Terminator 2, Judgment Day, like, skin and skeletons flying everywhere. Yeah, and Dr. Manhattan looks fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh, um, and can I just mention the whole, up in the sky, is that a plane? <laughs> is yeah, that a bird? I, no, I, it's a nuclear bomb. <laughs> yeah, I really thought it was going to be a Superman. Until yeah. I'm like, oh, nope, never mind. But yeah, so he get, he rigs up the owl to be able to track Dr. Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Tracks him into a different uh, dimension, which universe, is, which is Gotham. Yeah. He takes us to Gotham. To RDC, yeah. DC, um, where we see um, that really like that Ro- transition though from oh. Rorjack's face to the Rorjack mm-hmm. uh, picture of the bat, where bat where Bruce Wayne's totally fucking with the psychologist. Yeah. It's a boat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of it's a boat. Um, and so basically, Veet and Rorschach decide to split up because they're going to go after the two smartest people um, mm-hmm. in. In this universe. Yeah, which is Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor and, and Bruce Wayne. And Bruce Wayne. And, um, and they're going to try to convince them basically to like help and, and, and assimilate everything to, to wrap up their universe. Yeah. Um, and I love how they say, how, which one are you going to take? Uh, and Veet's like, I'll take the smartest one, of course. <laughs> which is, a, I mean, a, obvious, but not obvious, like Lex Luthor. Yeah, and plus their personalities are very similar. Mm-hmm. Like they even talk about it, like beat you know. They get along. They get along pretty well, and then Rorschach eats Bruce pan- Bruce's pancakes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's. I think I think I like where this is going, for sure. Um, I I don't know where it's going with everything else, mm-hmm. but so far I really dig it. Um, and and there's just a lot of beautiful artwork in this. That's what really struck me is how like yeah. beautiful it is. Um, you read the original Watchmen. Is this kind of the art? Yeah, it's very similar. Um, a lot of detail, very realistic. Not too much. Uh, not really cartoony. Mm-hmm. There's just some artist's style for. Um, but this is very. I don't know what the right word is because I'm not an artiste. Mm-hmm. But it looks Pretty, great. Yeah, and then. And we see a nice little reveal at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with and the comedian. The comedian comes into play. Looks badass. And he has his button. And he has the button, which is obviously like, okay, well, that's gonna take. That's gonna tie in some more shit. Yeah. 
So this is obviously after the the button or the Flash Batman. Yeah. Crossover, but I like how Rorschach uh, is like um, like judging Batman's like who Weird keeps trophies. trophies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm really intrigued by this and I'm really excited. I think this is going to be an issue or a, a book though that like like Mr. Miracle is for me also, where that every time because it's monthly. Every time a new one comes out, I'm going to have to read whatever's come before it. Did you read the first one? No. But I'm, Me neither. I but like, I, for number three, I'm going to read one and two again. Yeah. So. All right. I think that pretty much wraps us up into Comics Corner. Comics Corner. Um, <laughs> Comic Corner. <laughs> uh, There's that, something there. Uh, and we're a little bit news light this week because of the holidays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what we're going to do, and this is the first time. Oh, well, and we also had lots of news. The past couple of weeks. True, yeah, and so we're gonna do kind of what we're like what we've talked about off mic is this is gonna be the first week that we really get to do it though, where we're just gonna talk a segment, and and when we talked about this um, before this week, uh, or I guess yesterday, <laughs> we talked about it, um, what I thought would be a good way to do it or a good segment would be since everyone's doing their top ten films of the year or whatever because this is our last episode before the new year. Um, there haven't been enough comic book movies to make a top ten list, and if you even if there was, it'd be like, well, there's ten, so they're all in. Um, but you know, going into this next year, where I still think we're getting into like the meat and potatoes of the comic book movie world, because we're just gonna start seeing a whole lot more shit. I bet. Um, might as well do yeah. a top ten comic book movies up to this point, right? Yeah. So how we're doing this? Well, why don't you explain how we're doing this? <clears throat> well, basically, we're gonna. We both chose 10 of our top favorites. We may miss one or two because we just... There's been a lot from the 1940s when comic books first came out to present day. Mm-hmm. Obviously more so in the past decade. Hun- hundreds of properties <laughs> that we don't even know, like, yeah. didn't even know they were comic books. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. you you and I were talking yesterday. You mentioned something I didn't even know were comic books. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're, we're not going to get everything. No, we're and, not going to get And if, if something's not on our list, that certainly doesn't mean it's not good. Um, but we have standouts, right? And, and so, but what, what we will do is at least this first part, we're not going to dive into these movies necessarily, but honorable mentions. Yeah. So basically we picked 10 and then from those 10, we picked three that are going to, we're going to talk about like our favorite three, mm-hmm. not necessarily any order. Yeah. And then four through 10, we're just going to kind of throw out there and then we can discuss. Yes. That's the other. <laughs> that's the other half. ones. But uh, first, I want to say some honorable mentions because this was a hard list. So not together. included in your ten? These are not in my ten. Okay. And I tried to make it only one honorable mention, so of course it's <laughs> six. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, then I have a few as well. We'll see if they're the same. Yeah, I'll say mine, and you tell me if they, any of these are yours. Um, a couple got knocked off by other things I was thinking of. Like, for example, the original list that I had, um, Kick-Ass was on it, and Iron Man was on it. Mm. They are no longer on it, but they are awesome. They are. And Iron Man, obviously, because it's Kickstarter universe. Um, that's a significant movie. Um, Logan and Deadpool also not on my top ten, but they are significant in their own ways. And two others that are just like total like nostalgia for me are The Phantom with Billy Zane and The Rocketeer. Uh-huh. Um, and Rocketeer also just like because we're musicians, the score is so incredibly amazing. And that just, those movies just feel that time period. Yes, that those six are just like I couldn't just not mention them. See, I picked my top ten not necessarily by the. I think is like the best, but the watchabilities, mm-hmm. which I've like basically these movies that I've picked, I have watched many times. Mm-hmm. 
and and I will go home and I'll I'll see any of these movies like yeah I'll watch it mm-hmm. or like nowadays I'll go home and I'll see one it's like yeah it was alright I'll, I'll watch it maybe but these are like yeah put yeah. it in right now sit do down have, and watch it do you have any honorable mentions um it's okay if you don't basically the MCU that's not in my top ten yeah oh totally because yeah. most of them I would say I would I like and they're very good mm-hmm. there's been a few that are not as good yeah, but, but they're they're all like that's the thing is like we're gonna also talk about our our worst some of our worst yes the, which I'm really looking forward to <laughs> no no MCU MCU movies are on that list though at least for me uh, oh looks like there is for no. you okay I was gonna say um, because they're all like good there's no bad ones um, I can't read my writing that's okay oh yeah so but, but, but how we're gonna handle the top ten list is we're both gonna say our four through ten and we'll discuss and then we'll go through our threes and our twos and our ones. Um, we, we didn't want to put in a one through ten because there's been such a variety of comic movies. Mm-hmm. It, it Most of it's apples and oranges. Yeah. It's just in a genre. Apple, oranges, shoes, and pears. Wow. Pair of shoes? Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so 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 there, all these movies are, are great, um, but, like, you know, you can't necessarily compare, you know, yeah. a... a we can't compare can't. all of them. So, so, but we did pick our top three. We can't even put the MCU movies in the top order. Yeah, exactly. We we go back we'll, and forth on we'll those. We'll go back on that when yeah you know, for Infinity War. We'll, Infinity we'll War. do that. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. So from for I'll just say my four through ten, not in not in order, just the the ones that aren't the top three, but they are in my top ten. Yeah. And then you do yours, and we'll discuss. Mm-hmm. That work. Okay. Um, in no particular order, Spider Man Two, Blade, The Avengers. Batman, 1989 Batman, Sin City, uh, Batman Returns, and Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Those are my 4 through 10. Those are all very good movies. Yeah. What about um, you? What's your 4 through 10? Well, before I go in there, the Batmans you mentioned, I almost put into my top 10. So I guess... Those would be honorable mentions, mentions for you. Yeah. yeah. For but they're, they're getting mentioned for me, so it's yeah. good. <laughs> so uh, some that were honorable mentioned for you, uh, Rocketeer. Mm-hmm. I love that movie growing up. I had no idea that was a comic movie. I probably watched it. So that's that. in your 4 through 10? Yeah, okay. absolutely. probably watched it like every day. It's so good. Yeah. Jennifer um, Conway. Prime. Anyway, uh, Rocketeer, uh, the first Guardians movie, just because, man, I did not we'll, expect we'll, that. We'll discuss all. after oh, the list. Sorry, time. I forgot. Blade. Mm-hmm. Iron Man 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, Superman, the original Superman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deadpool mm-hmm. and Spider Man Two, just like we okay. Said. So we both had Spider Man Two and Blade and Blade, um, and you. How many of those four through ten? How many of those were MCU movies for you? Uh, two. Two of those. Uh, those bottom six or bottom seven, only one MCU movie for me, which like breaks my heart. It was the Avengers, right? It was Avengers. Yeah. yeah. But I did, like I said, Iron Man was on the list. It was on early, but it got bumped for something else that is actually in my top three. But my top three has zero MCUs. We're not there yet, Robert. <gasps> Whoops. <sighs> Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you you said you did have Scott Pilgrim or no? I did not. Did not. Um, That's a good movie. What, what do we have that matched up? Uh, um, just Blade and, uh, and Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2. 2. Okay. Yeah. Spider-Man 2 is so good. Yeah. I'm, I'm scared to rewatch it, though, because I'm worried it won't hold up It now. will. I rewatched, oh, you rewatched yeah, it. Yeah, I rewatched right. it, I think, either right after. Oh, that's right, because I convinced or, you. Because yeah. you're like, oh, I don't remember being very no. good. And then you're like, oh, fuck, it is really good. Because yeah, I, all I remember was Spider Man 3. Yeah. Because that, that was like burned in my yeah. head. I'm like, yep, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, 
What I'm so I'm I'm glad that yours were honorably mentioned, but I I was also surprised when I was putting this list together that both Tim Burton Batman's made it on my top ten. Um, Batman Returns was actually in my top three at one point. Um, they're the ba- so good. They're good. The only my only thing for not putting Batman uh, and Batman Returns into my top ten is one in Batman. He kills a lot of people. Sure does. Like I, I didn't even think about it till after. I re, no, I rewatched it recently, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Dang, this is this is pretty dark." And then uh, Batman Returns. Uh, I just had a problem with the penguins, like the animals. The the animals, yeah. But they're so fun. I like Danny DeVito as the penguin. He was so great. And he's. I I think if they and made a movie today, he should be the penguin. And Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman yeah. was so great. Oh yeah. And they got the Batman, and we're seeing it a lot in the Tom King book right now. Yeah. The Batman Catwoman relationship, mm-hmm. but like, Tim Burton then like nailed their relationship. And can we just mention the music? Oh, Danny Elfman. Ah, oh, it yeah. was almost as good as the music for Justice League. Yeah, well, you know who? <laughs> well, you know who did the music for Spider Man Two. Danny Elfman. Did he really? He did. Oh. He did. He did, uh, let's Good see. Good segue, by the way. Yeah, he did three, three of my top ten. Nice. Are Danny Elfman scores. I didn't even realize that. Um, yeah, and we both have Blade. Yeah. Blade was so good. That's kind of like what started this whole superhero fandom, I well, think. Well, Cur- I... The current ones. I, I don't think so. I Well, and I, I don't think... Because I don't think Blade could have happened without, like, a Batman, Batman Returns, and... Yeah, uh, but those were eight... Blade was 2000s, wasn't uh, it? 2000, maybe late 90s. Um, but it was rated R, though, right? It was rated R. Yeah. Um, but, but I would say, though, that, like, while I wouldn't say it was the beginning, I would say, if you had to say the beginning of this current wave, it's much later. It's like MCU, basically. But um, Blade happened around the same time as all the X-Men stuff started. X-Men started 2000. Yeah, but I don't remember what year Blade was, um, but it's around that same time. Um, Blade was so different because, yeah, it was R-rated, but it was also, like, a comic book character that not a lot of people knew about. Uh, I would actually argue that more than the superhero stuff, it kicked forward the vampire fetish. Mm. You know what I mean? So, um, but he, Wesley Snipes was, is Blade. Yeah, absolutely. He 98. Is, 90, oh, it was 98? Yeah. So just a little bit before. Um, he is Blade. He is Blade. I didn't need... I, again, I didn't know that was a Marvel... I didn't know that was a comic movie, let alone a Marvel uh, property. I know. It's weird to think about totally now, so. isn't it? Yeah. Like we see like all these bright uh, Marvel movies, and then like back then, like one of the first Marvel movies... Howard the Duck. Oh, Blade. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but like one, of, you know, but one of the first ones of modern times, sure. But but what a weird way to start it, and it's kind of weird that the X Men universe got to exist because Blade was doing well. Yeah. Isn't that weird to think about now? And X Men was very different than Blade too. Totally. Yeah, there's blood in Blade. Mm-hmm. There is, and and I I would almost say an honorable mention is Blade Two because I really love Blade Two Electric Boogaloo, because uh, I really loved Blade Two also, which is Guillermo del Toro. Del Toro. Oh. Yeah. That's uh, not the one with Ryan Reynolds, right? No, that's that Blade, Blade Trinity, Trinity. Uh, and that is not it. Yeah. Um, that was pretty bad. Yeah, that was not it. <laughs> Why they just like, you know what we should do? Change the tone that everyone likes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Blade, awesome. Avengers, obviously, being, for me, is a great, is a great movie. Great movie. Um, so incredibly well put together and such an important movie. Um, yeah. So, the first um, time we had an ensemble thing. That, that movie led to Justice League happening. Mm-hmm. That movie led to basically, like I know Iron Man jump started 
because I have Iron Man in here and it jumpstarts the MCU. I like Iron Man because it's a great standalone movie. Mm-hmm. But the Avengers and kickstarts the MCU. Yeah, but the Avengers really kickstarts the major parts of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Iron Man started kickstarted the Avengers. Mm-hmm. The Avengers kickstarted the MCU. I I think that you worded that exactly perfectly. That yeah. without the Avengers being what the Avengers was, we wouldn't have the MCU as we know it today. No. Um, and certainly wouldn't have Infinity War like we do have today. So good. Um, and you have Iron Man on there, like you said. I do, yeah. Which is great. Um, I like I said, it was on mine. I got it got knocked. Um, do you of your? I'm, I'm sorry, I forget your list because I we had rocket, we purposely didn't. The talk ones about we this haven't before. talked about yet: uh, Rocketeer, Rocketeer, Guardians, Superman, and Deadpool. I haven't seen Superman. You've never seen the original Superman? No. No. Um, it's very cheesy, very chintzy, very you know seventies. Mm-hmm. John Williams. Yeah, great, yeah, great. Another great new score right there. Yeah. Um, but it's it's like that's I that's to me was like the iconic Superman. Mm. You know, he was when I think of Superman, that's the Superman I think of. I think most people that's the way. Yeah. I, I know I gotta get around to seeing it, but it's hard because I know it's so dated now. Um, and there's and then Superman two is also good. The Donner cut. We'll like, talk about that whole thing another time. Yeah. Maybe if we have a Man of Steel two, we'll have a Superman episode. Yeah. Well. Um. On- but basically, long story short, the original director wanted to make Superman a two parter. Mm. They're like, no, let's make it. So he had to cut it, mm. and then Superman two was kind of like part two, but they didn't want to call because back then they, how dare you do a part two or part right. one? That's unheard of. Stand alone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he was ahead of his time, and someone went because he got fired after the first one. Mm. So someone went back and re-edited it the way he wanted to do it. Mm. Pretty um, cool. So and then you have uh, you have Guardians, which I, you, you I kind Guardians. of talked about a little yeah, bit. I yeah, I just that's so, so fun. Yeah. It's so much fun to watch. I and like Guardians Two is great. It's very deep and emotional. Guardian One's so much fun. Oh yeah, and totally totally needed at the time it came out. Yeah. To just mix it up, which is because that was right after Winter Soldier or right before or something like that. Yeah. It was. And, and shit was kind of heavy and a little getting not stagnant, but a little bit predictable. Yeah, because we had Thor 2. two. Uh, Thor 2, Cap yeah. 2, Iron yeah. Man 3. Yeah. Um, and, and then Guardians, hey, let's have fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which, uh, but on your list, and it's an honorable mention for me, but uh, I, I really love it for its significance. And it was a good time. So needed at the time it came out, though, was Deadpool. Yeah. And that's on your list. It is. Um, again... I, I enjoy watching it. I've seen it many, many times. It's just a lot of fun, and mm-hmm. it's and I like I love how it makes fun of its, its, itself. Mm-hmm. It makes fun of the entire superhero genre, mm-hmm. and I think we needed that. Not not we didn't need it because it's rated R. We needed it because it was refreshing, it was and it made memorable. everyone think. Well, let's not go into all the same tropes that we have been, because mm-hmm. it it was like, and um, it allowed Logan to happen, and then Logan, which is we'll get to that later. Is it? Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, way to tip. You're really good at this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> two two titles I have that are not Marvel DC, um, Sin City, mm-hmm. written by Frank Miller, um, and turned into an awesome movie by directed and written by Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. Oh, Frank Miller, I think wrote it actually the screenplay. Him and Robert Rodriguez. I know um, Frank Miller was involved with it. Somehow. Definitely, yeah. definitely, and and Frank Miller got to do the spirit because Sin City was so good, which is unfortunate. Um, but yeah, Sin City was so great and such a different property at the time. But it looked like a comic book. Yeah. And that's what I loved about it. It was, it was so it was, noir. It was very noir, except for the color red. And it was like, oh, mm-hmm. it's like ah, oh, so visually appeasing uh, movie. Yeah, very I never saw the second one though. It's on Netflix. It's fine. 
It took too long. If they if it had come out like two or three years later, yeah, I think it would have been a lot. Kind of like Incredibles. Yeah, which I think we're gonna feel it. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then another one, which I think is one of the best made movies ever, um, happens to be a comic book movie. And I say best made movie like from a critical standpoint, like so much thought had to go into this movie for it to work, which was Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Edgar Wright wrote and directed the, the film adaptation. Uh, Michael Sarah acting, which was a nice change of pace for him. Yeah. Um, but if you go back, when was the last time you watched that? Like when it first came out, I think. I have it on DVD. You should borrow it. Because it's got, it's got Michael Sarah, right? But it's got the guy who, uh, Brandon Rauch. Uh, it's got Albert Plaza. It's got Brie Larson. It's got um, Chris Evans. It's, the Flaming Torch. Yeah, the Flaming Torch, Captain America. Um, it's got um, Jason Schwartzman. It's got like a really ridiculous all-star cast, but is also a great comic book movie. So, uh, and I also I, I went a little bit out of my way on this list to also include some non DC Marvel books though, um, even though in this particular case, Sin City and Scott Pilgrim vs the World uh, are incredible films that certainly deserve to be on these kinds of lists. So, um, yeah. So is that a, what? What oh, did we miss on? Rocketeer was my last one. Rocketeer, which you talked about a little bit. Yeah, but I, I want you to talk about a little bit more. I just growing up as a kid. No idea what this movie was. I randomly discovered it, and boom. I was like, I'm watching this every day. It's so good. Every day. It's so good. And then I found out in college, my, my private teacher was like the bass drum player for it. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, huh. Oh, yeah, well, it's James Horner. So yeah. There's a lot of, lot of the big, hitter, big hitters. Yeah, that's a fun movie. Well, should we get into our top threes? How would I go with mine since I kind of like tipped my hat on most of these? For your number three? Yeah. You're only doing number three. Well, these are these are in order, are they? Yes, they are. Oh, Okay. So pick your number three. My number three is actually uh, the, um, you might be surprised by this, is the, not Batman Begins, what's the second one? Dark Knight Returns? The Dark Knight. Dark, oh, just the Dark Knight? Yeah, it yeah. seems to be a huge favorite of yours. Yeah. As you don't know the title. Yeah, well, I, I like it because it's, I think just overall it's a, such a deep movie. I have problems with it as a Batman movie. But that's besides the point. Which I don't understand. It's like the most Batman it's ever been. I know. It's whatever. Um, but as a solid movie, I will watch that movie many times. Mostly because of Heath Ledger. But you're so openly against the Nolan trilogy. I know. Which I, I, I told you was going to shock you. That makes no sense. I, I think you're, you're hypocritical. I know. It's, it's drugs. We're going to talk I don't more have about a, I don't have enough drugs. We'll talk more about that movie. Uh, my number three is V for Vendetta. Oh, yes. So good. Yeah. I didn't know it was a comic book property until mu- far after the fact, because um, I wasn't in the comics yet. But Natalie Portman delivers such a great performance. Um, all of these incredible British actors, including Agent Smith. Uh, <laughs> I forget his real name. Uh, Viggo uh, Mortensen. No. No. That's the elf. Yeah, I'm talking about the elf from, elf from yes. Lord of the Rings. Elrond. Elrond Hubbard. Red Skull. Red Skull. Why am I... Anyway... Um, he's, he's so great. Um, but I just love the story and it's like alternate his alternate future movies are so interesting to me, but it's also, it's such a great crime movie. It's such a great action movie. It's a great drama movie. It's a great romantic movie. It's got everything. Um, 
and it, it was just I think it came out at the perfect time if it came out today it would also be great because it's so revolutionary remember remember the 5th of November yeah as you almost forgot <laughs> 21st of September <laughs> <laughs> um, okay what's your number two uh, I'm gonna go with the um, the uh, Logan the Logan the Logan just Logan yeah yeah. I think the Logan the Wolverine the Logan why Logan um I I really like the X Men movies, mm-hmm. and I was like, <clears throat> that's kind of what launched me into the whole comic book genre stuff. That expanded me from Star Wars only to well, there's other things, mm-hmm. and and I always just liked Hugh Jackman, and then you know, seventeen years later, see it all come together. See it all come together, and just and the performance that both he and Patrick Stewart did was like, and the girl. Yeah, I forget her name. I do too. When she first talked, I was like, oh my God, she's amazing. <laughs> Did not. Yeah. <laughs> and then she just went off on him. Yeah. I was like, oh man. <laughs> shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Great pick. Yes. Great pick. Um, my number two is an MCU movie, Captain America Civil War. Oh, great, great, great movie. It's, it's just so, it's, it's the, in my opinion, up to this point, it is the best MCU movie because. But it, but it also it's it's hard to say that though because it wouldn't be able to exist if it weren't for a ton of movies before it, um, because that gives you the weight of the Captain America Iron Man relationship, um, but you get all this uh, all this drama with Iron with uh, Tony Stark's family, but and and you get the great airport scene which is all great, but it's really the rest of the movie that kind of does it for me. Like the arc of Black Panther totally makes sense even mm-hmm. though we just met him. Uh, the yeah, ar- the ar- reasoning for all that. Yeah, sense. Winter Soldier's arc, Baron Zemo's arc, all these Even people. Spider-Man's arc. Yeah, I guess. I mean, he doesn't really have one. But, um... It's, it's two scenes. It's a whole arc. <laughs> um, Beginning and end. But it's it's just so cool, and, and it sets us up so nicely for what we're gonna... When we have to piece all the Avengers together again. So, totally, totally worthy. Uh, what's your number one? Wonder Woman. Really? I love that movie. Yeah. I don't know why. It's um, not even on my honorable mentions. I, it's 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 fine. I I really liked it. Um, just I don't know. I something about it. I've seen it a couple of times already. I've recently just got it on the Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just it's fun. It's again. Uh, I maybe it could just be me. Like been hoping for a good DC movie. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's gonna hold up. No. No. Villain shit. Yeah, that's true. What a terrible... I think it's good. I think it's definitely the best DC movie. Oh, without um, it. I think it's probably the best DC movie ever made. <laughs> Dark Knight? Yeah. Dark Knight Returns is better than... I, I, don't, I, I can't disagree with you enough on that. Well, I think it's good, um, it's, it's extremely flawed. Uh, wow. um, it's extremely flawed. So I think I think if we had this conversation in five years, no way it's even on your top change. ten. Um, yeah, mine's mm-hmm. my number one is the Dark Knight. It is it and it has flaws too. Um, the the flaw being the the all of the Two Face stuff should have been part should have been the third movie. Yeah. Um, having said that, the first and second uh, acts of this movie of the six acts of the three acts. Um, <laughs> are absolute 100% perfection. Heath Ledger's Joker is perfect. It's terrifying. Yes. Um, and it's real. Um, and Harvey Dent, as as the DA, is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it loses a little steam at the end, but even at, 
even when it's at the very, very end of the movie, even though Harvey dies, spoiler, um, it's, it's just like a, an incredibly structured movie that is visually and audibly stunning. Um, but yeah, I think most people would put it in their top three of comic book movies of all time. Mm, I did. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised you. It did. Um, <laughs> Although none of it holds any water now that I know Wonder Woman's number one, yeah. um, but, um, but uh, yeah, I I think it's I think it's incredible. So fun fact about Harvey Dent in the original Batman movie, mm-hmm. the eighty nine whatever. Yeah, Billy Lee, Billy, Billy D Williams. Yeah, same universe. Harvey Dent then is played by Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, but I, I think everyone's kind of accepted that the Tim Burton <laughs> ones are different. Just Alfred and Commissioner Gordon are the same. Yeah. <laughs> Everything else is different. That's a fun fact. Yeah. All right, um, let's, let's get to... Yeah, we, we're at 54 minutes. So let's do this quickly. Let's, 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 do, like, let's just do a quick back and forth. Don't even need to discuss. Yeah. Three, three each. Ter- okay. Terrible movies. All right. Terrible combo movies. All right. Go. Uh, just one each, then one. one each. Well, you, then me. Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Great pick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, Batman and Robin. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, X-Men Last Stand. Oh, I, didn't even, I wasn't even on that one. No. But staying in that universe, X-Men Wolverine Origin. Oh, yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And then uh, Catwoman. Didn't see it. Oh, I actually only saw the first half of it. I had to stop. Mm. And I don't do that very often. Wow. So you didn't finish it. I couldn't. What if it's got the best third act? You, you know what? Then, then that's my loss. <laughs> What's your last one? My last one is probably Daredevil. Ben Affleck's Daredevil. <laughs> um, I, I to dive into this a little bit, like it, it was really difficult for me to choose between Daredevil and Elektra. <laughs> I think but Elektra's worse. Elektra's probably worse, but but it, Daredevil had a lot of marketing. Is, <laughs> the problem is, is that it was a spinoff of an already terrible movie, so. <laughs> Which sucks, because, and I'm sure it was like Dancing on Your Mind with Spider-Man 3, which sucks yeah. because Spider-Man 3, like Daredevil, have a couple of really amazing scenes. Mm-hmm. The Sandman reforming in Spider-Man 3, beautiful scene, and the rain scene yeah. from Daredevil is amazing. Amazing. Um, having said that, every other scene is terrible. <laughs> um, yeah, but see, at least there's some redeeming quality. Catwoman, they changed... The name of Catwoman, and it's not Selena Kyle. Mm-hmm. It's whatever. Changed every backstory, made it oh, like an Egyptian goddess thing. It, it gets weird. Fun fact about Catwoman, didn't see it, but Halle Berry that year won a Razzie for Worst Actress for that movie, and that same year won an Oscar for Best Actress. <laughs> for Monster? For Monster's Ball. Yeah, Monster Ball. And, she's, and when asked why she, because she went to the Razzie ceremony and accepted it. And it's like, and she's like, my mom taught me, like, or I think mom or dad or whatever, like, mom taught me to accept your failures just as much as your victories. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, you. You know, I met Halle Berry. Yeah. It was right after. Uh, is she really black? <laughs> she is. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, and it was right after, uh, I think, uh, Days of Future Past came out. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I wanted to be like, so you're going to make Catwoman too? <laughs> Electric Boogan. <laughs> I didn't ask for that, um, but I really wanted to. I have to say one more. I'm sorry. I'm going to say one All more. Right. Um, Eric Bana Hulk. I didn't actually see that. You should watch it. It's terrible. Great idea. You'll watch it. You'll be like, great idea. Did terrible execution. Execution bad. Yeah. Do you have one more? You can throw out one more since I throw out one more. 
Um, Even though I technically threw out Spider-Man five, 3 and Electra. Uh, I had six on my list. So. Suicide Squad almost made this list. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, even though it's an Oscar winner. Yeah, which is funny because of you and me, though, like it, it's it's getting the bottom of the barrel. But as bad as DCU has been, it's not. none of them are solidly on this list either. Yeah. So that's, I, it doesn't say Although that. I do have two DC movies. Well, I mean, but you, can't, you, yeah, but you can't go that route because, like, they're two massive companies that's like... Yeah. It's like saying there's been a lot of bad Universal movies, but there's been a lot of good Universal movies, so it's like, it's not really fair. Um, but yeah, all right. Well, that's episode five. Just, Empire Strikes Back podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Good, 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 a little good rough there. Um, but yeah. Star Wars episode five is what he was talking about. Yeah, and if you like this podcast and you wanted to hear what we thought about uh, Star Wars Last Jedi, that is up. Uh, yeah. And you should check that out. We got we had my brother Jay come in and guest with us on that one, uh, and then we'll 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 see you all in 2018. Yeah, 2018. Again, you can follow us on Twitter at and multiverse or email us at nerds of the multiverse at gmail.com. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Thanks all. See you next time.